Hello. Welcome, Coven. Welcome to the Fiber Coven podcast. We've all survived another week together, and here we are to talk about yarn. Congratulations. This is your reward for survival. (laughs) Also kind of like my reward. I look forward to chit-chatting with you. I know. It's so nice. It's, It's a good, it's a good highlight of my week. For sure, for sure. Uh, so as far as news, I think the only news we have is our ongoing Wicked Enchantress along. Correct. Uh, which you can find all the details for in the show notes, but basically knit Wicked Enchantress or Foul Temptress by the end of the year, enter to win fabulous prizes. If you want to get some spoilers on what those prizes might be, watch my Vlogmas videos on YouTube, which is free daily videos from me on YouTube. So, and because we forgot that, tell everyone who you are. Oh, I'm Emily of Kitty with a <laughs> Cupcake. I design knitting patterns and do other fiber arts things. Yes. Who are you? If you, look, if you look at Kitty with a Cupcake somewhere around the internet pertaining to yarn, you'll find all these things she's talking about. Yes. And me here, I'm Lauren of Valkyrie Fibers. I sell yarn. I'm also findable at Valkyrie Fibers, most places yarny on the internet. Hooray. Yay. Sweet. Did you finish anything this week? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I finished a huge project and we can't talk about it. It's lovely though. And a lot of work. I showed it to Lauren before we started recording and it's, it's massive. It's very time consuming. It's very beautiful. You'll hear about it in July. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wow. I finished something that's talk aboutable. As I Great. promised last week, I finished my second Ripple Bralette. Oh, you made good on the promise. I made good on the promise. So I knit, this is the, the Ripple Bralette by Jessie Mayad Designs, and I knit it in Ushitita's uh, singles base, and it's the aquarelle colorway. It's lots of like mermaidy blues and greens with pops of pinky purples. Mm-hmm. And I made it for a friend of mine. And when we get done recording, I'm going to pop it in the mail for her. Yay. I'm so excited. I, um, she's got a, a very different proportions than I have. So I, I put it on my husband to make sure that it would fit over someone with a, a different. That's smart. Chest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and although he also has very different proportions, for <laughs> all three people involved, the knitter, the recipient, and my, my tester, <laughs> my <laughs> test mannequin have very different chest shapes I did put it on him to make sure it would like fit over someone with a wider proportion than I have but I think it turned out really good I made some simple modification I think the only modification I made to the pattern was I put in a bust start which was basically like doing the first half of a fish lips kiss heel you can kind of see it on the side there yeah just adds in a little extra room for somebody who actually has been graced with titties, unlike myself, uh, without having to add extra space in the back because, you know, us humans only have boobies on the front, not all the way around. And you didn't run out of yarn for the straps. I did not run out of yarn for the straps. And I even had enough to put one little square into my uh, scrappy yarn blanket, but I literally only had a foot of yarn left when I was done. Nice. But it makes me it's happy. It's so cute. Yeah. So that's going going to go right off into the post office for my friend. Hopefully she will get it before Yule because she's also like a uh, witchy folk like us. Nice. And then I also finished a bobbin. So this is some Shetland that I picked up at my LYS, which is Knits and Nuts Tahoe. If you're ever vacationing in Tahoe, it's lovely. You should check it out. 
But this bobbin that I spun up, I'm just going to do a fingering weight two-ply because it's like all I do. And That's it's, all I do as well. So, Yeah, it's like it's neons and dark grays. It's pretty. I'm going to pair it with another dark gray and I think make a ripple crop top out of it for myself. That sounds fun. Yeah. Those are the things I finished. Wonderful. Uh, sweet. Move right along to works in progress. You've been working on anything fun? Well, <laughs> so the big thing I can't talk about was due Monday. So that was a lot of my knitting since we mm-hmm. last chatted. But I did work a little bit on this sock, this dad Ooh. sock, uh, while I was in a Zoom meeting for work. Uh, so, nice. yeah, it's it's a vanilla sock. It's this uh, self-patterning yarn from Regia. Uh, I like how it's working up. I think it will be yeah, that's really unique. a nice wintry sock. It has blues yeah. and grays and lighter blues, and it's, it's very, like, water-looking, mm-hmm. water-themed. I like it. It's a water Very tribe nice. sock. And that's all you've been working on lately because of the big thing. That's a secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Before you cast on the other secret thing. I'm doing that today. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I made some progress on my socks too. Last night, well, as you mentioned before, uh, oh, I was watching Avatar. I finished my first sock for my partner Yeah. out of the uh, West Yorkshire Spinners Hollyberry color. This is going to be like a mid-length sock. Actually, I had enough to make it kind of mid-length. It's not going to be super. It's going to be. Is your marker where the heel is going? Yes, my marker is where the heel is going. Cool. So you know, uh, we each have some commercial sock yarn socks going. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I also picked up my Nell tunic again. Which ah, is yes. Good. You guys haven't seen that in like a month because I've been knitting bralettes and other things. But this is a pattern by Ari Shimizu, and I'm using Essence of Autumn, which is a really, really pretty dyer. Highly recommend. They're out of Canada, but they have exceptionally good shipping rates if you order a handful of skeins. So yeah, this is the Nell tunic. It's an oversized tunic, just nice and simple with little details. The, the, where the real interest comes in is in the cuffs. And there's a little bit of color work and some bell-shaped cuffs, which will be fun to do. But the lovely yarn, I believe it's Prairie Base by Essence of Autumn. I'm using, I think it's called Spring and Autumn. And it's a nice, like, creamy neutral with delightful little speckles all over it. It's pretty. But yeah, I just have, and it's a tunic, so it goes down below your butt. So I just have, like, miles and miles and miles yeah. of stuff in, <laughs> in this body to do before I get to do the sleeves. That'll be nice, though. You can wear it with, like, leggings as pants. That's the idea. I put this little marker in here to, like, last week to show how much I did this week, and I feel proud of myself. That's a lot. It's a lot of knitting. It is. It's probably about three or three-ish inches of of around and around and around. What is your stitch marker? Is it a taco? It's a taco from Sucre Sucre Miniatures. Nice. I thought it was a taco. (laughs) Yeah, I like tacos. They're good. Tacos are delicious. Oh, good. I saved those stitches. I dropped off the needles. That's important. So many stitches. But what I thought I would do, as you can see, I'm alternating skeins and I'm kind of coming towards the end of both of the skeins. I think what I do, what I'm going to do is when I run out of one and I only have one ball of yarn attached, I might just do the sleeves so that I don't get too bored with doing stockinette all in the round and then just use up what I have left in the body. I understand now. 
because I have these are the first two skeins and I have two more in my bag. Mm-hmm. So that is my plan there. Cool beans. My gosh, we're moving through content really quick here. Well, That's that'll happen the- when you can't talk about anything on the show. <laughs> I know. And I haven't been knitting as much because I've been actually working hard and dying and, you know, life. Yeah. This is how I'm going to be for all of December. <laughs> I know. And I was all like, I'll pick up the slack and try and do some cool stuff in here. I'm like, nope, I just, I'm going to dye a bunch of yarn. Yeah. But it's good. Hopefully everybody will, I think everybody will like the yarn. Yeah. I'm excited. Yes. Um, And you can talk about that at the end of the show. So I will. Oh, Mm -hmm. I will. (laughs) (laughs) Are we ready to talk about our acquisitions? Yeah. I actually got a cool one that pertains to our interests as a fiber coven. I got uh, the coven crate from Bebe Vadu, uh, and it was really nice. So in there, they have these little packages, and they're all vegan and totally eco-friendly, and it smelled so good. They come with incense and some candles and some little bath salts, which smelled so good. I was not, as I was telling you before we started recording, I was not in the right headspace to enjoy a bath too much. But the only thing I did absolutely love about that experience was that it smelled amazing. And I smelled really good afterwards. So like everything about it was great. And one of the things that comes in the coven crate is this little alchemy balm. And there's different varieties that you can pick. I picked the grounding and centering one just something and I just like it and it's it's basically like a little scented lotion bar with um you can kind of see there's little like herbs and stuff in there mm-hmm. that's fun. It's nice I uh definitely recommend like the Bebe Vado store they sell online they're women of color owned what more could you ask for just witchy stuff yeah, I've been meaning to grab some of her incense cones. Oh, yeah. And I saw that she's having a Yule version of the Coven Crates. So it's the, all those things that I mentioned in the little eco-friendly box, but they're all like Yule specific. Cool. They're all like the scents are all like frankincense and myrrh and evergreen, like ultra Yule. Love nice. it. What else did you acquire? So I've talked about everything on Vlogmas already. So if you want to see more detailed stuff, check out Vlogmas. I do. I don't watch your Vlogmas because I'm a terrible friend. So why don't you show me? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Gr- Crystal Grams, which is a uh, Instagram crystal seller. They have a web store too, but they do lots of live sales on Instagram because then you can like pick which crystal you want because mm-hmm. they all look so different. Uh, but they did a Black Friday sale where everything was sets and it was all 50% off. So it was like crazy cheap for a bunch of stuff. So I got mm-hmm. a box of crystals. I'm just going to show you two of them. These are two that I'm definitely keeping for myself because some of them I'm going to be giving as gifts and prizes. Um, mm-hmm. This is a giant Labradorite. Neato. Which is a cool polished stone and it has some like rainbow flashing Ooh, yeah i see that yeah which is neat so this is cool it lives on my desk now and then i also got this cool um amethyst root which is neat and this is not polished it just like grows that way out of the ground wow so that's so cool yeah i like that I Rocks. like that crystals are just, you don't think they do anything magic. They're just pretty. They just are cool lovely. to look at. <laughs> they're fun to look at. And if you think they do good things for you, like they do good things for you. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. It's nice. Yeah. So I got, I got some other things like a, a little fluorite point is definitely going to be a uh, prize for the Wicked Enchantress along. And mm-hmm. yeah, so fun crystals. And then the other stuff I got, I got some tea from David's Tea. Um, Very nice. I got caramel shortbread tea. Ooh. And butterscotch chai, which oh. is not at all chai. It's a rubose tea. These are mm. both decaf. I have no idea why this is called chai. Interesting. Yes. Then I also got some lipstick things and makeup-y things from ColourPop. I'm wearing my Anna Going North lipstick because I have wow. the Elsa one and I liked it so much that I had to get the Anna one too. And then I got some lippy sticks from them, which are just like skinnier huh. lipsticks. I think they- For people uh, who have less lips- no, I think they're a little bit less uh, saturated than their mm. standard lipstick. They're like kind of more if you like don't like to wear a ton of color. Mm. Um, I was like, that would be just really nice if you have thin lips because I realized that I, that's not my problem. Um, I have thin lips. I actually, my mm-hmm. lips are like fakely bigger than they are when I put on lipstick because I go a little mm. bit beyond the boundary mm-hmm. of my actual lip. Uh, and then I got this taupe uh eyeshadow palette which i thought i only have one eyeshadow palette right now and it's the anna one from ColourPop, and it's very like autumn it's really specific colors so i got this since i'm still my own model for all of my photo shoots nice Um, and it's just like nice neutrals Mm -hmm. so it'll go with everything awesome yeah it yeah and that was all that was my acquisitions i love i still have a couple i have one thing to talk about too i love how like theoretically we're supposed to talk about yarny acquisitions and none of this is yarny this week i didn't get any yarn this week but i still wanted to talk about things that came in the mail this is all this is my excitement i don't go anywhere so like i got a package it's very exciting (laughs) i know so the last thing i got well, okay, so last week I ruined my wireless speakers. Oh no. <laughs> so like I they wouldn't charge and I and I noticed it was because the micro USB port was recessed. Oh yeah, we talked about this. I remember. Yeah. This. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that I could maybe just pull it forward with a pair of pliers and then like 15 minutes later I realized I just mangled like the charging port of my speakers. So that prompted me to buy just a really cute new little wireless speaker. This is from House of Marley, which is a Black-owned company. And they they like, all the products are as eco-friendly as they can be. And they contribute to like tree planting stuff. It's just like, what? Like, ha- ooh, I was so excited. So they have all sorts of cool products. And I just got one of their less expensive um, wireless speakers because I can't tell the difference. I don't know anything about music. I just need this to play my podcasts and my music while I'm dying. Mm-hmm. but it's got a little cork back Ooh, so like it's cute yeah yeah and it just hangs in like house of marley check them out like in you know little bob marley and rasta i, to, I see that little rasta flag there. Little That's nice. rasta flag yeah there's the tiniest <laughs> little ribbon it's non-functional purely decorative and it's a teeny little rasta flag which is which is pretty rad it's always like it makes me feel good to support a small company. And I know they're based out of Southern California and I live in Northern California. So it wasn't too far of a distance, but it shipped like stupid fast. Nice. So yeah. How's that? That's awesome. I like it. I know. Cool. We acquired so many things. We did. We'd be shopping. That, 
<laughs> I know. That means we might be ready to talk about our occult corner topic this week. Yes. I'm pulling up my document. I took a ton of notes. So in going on with our December tradition of talking about the pagan origins of various solstice traditions, this week we're going to talk about decorated trees. Yeah. Christmas trees. Commonly known as Christmas trees. Yes. Mm -hmm. These are things that were... (laughs) These are things that people have been enjoying long before Christ. Yes. So actually, uh, as part of my uh, research, I discovered that they are less pagan than I thought they were, which isn't, they do, they definitely have pagan roots. The pagan roots of the Christmas tree are that pagans would decorate their homes with evergreen uh, mm-hmm. around and it Saturnalia this was a Roman thing to to use evergreen trees and it's for the obvious reasons they're trees that stay green all the time so in the winter they're like comforting that like things can still be green even when everything is dead outside uh, yeah and I something that I read while we're still talking about antiquity yeah, yeah. Is that the Egyptians kind of had a variation on it as well. Like they're, you know, the whole like winter solstice, they, they thought their sun god Ra was like sick and weakening. And then on, after the solstice, he grew strong again. And as a symbol of like the same thing, everlasting life, they would mm-hmm. do because they didn't have evergreens. They used use palm instead of evergreen. But it was a very common thing in antiquity for during the darkest days of the winter for people to bring green things into their homes yes and i saw that uh celtic druid priests would do a similar thing and uh vikings also thought evergreens uh were the plant of balder yes Mm -hmm. so yeah basically a bunch of people in antiquity were like these trees stay green all the time that's sweet uh Mm -hmm. but the actual bringing in of the whole tree is pretty christian Really? Yeah. Um, that those evergreens were more like like branches and like bits of trees, but like the bringing in the whole tree and the decorating tree of the tree is kind of like the Christians being like, we're going to take this for us. And like that whole tree being inside is more of a Christian origin thing. But Interesting. we don't really think of it that way because of the Puritans. Huh. Yes, the Puritans, uh, were who you know, notorious ruiners of every good time ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they uh thought that the Christmas tree was evil and pagan because everything they thought everything was evil and pagan. They there is a specific passage in the Bible from Jeremiah that is. You want to hear it? Yes. No, I have I, it marked. I have it written down. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. This is what cracks me up. And this is just from a King James I keep around in the mythology section of my bookshelf. This nice. is Jeremiah. <laughs> this is Jeremiah 10 for right at the top of Jeremiah 10 for anybody who's interested. Uh, Hear ye the word which the Lord speaketh unto you. O house of Israel, saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven for the heathen are dismayed at them for the customs of the people are vain. Uh, For one cutteth a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the ax. They deck it with silver and with gold and they fasten it with nails and with hammers that it move not. Yes. Jeremiah 10 for you. 
And I looked up and that is kind of where Puritans and also Jehovah's Witness uh, will say that that passage indicates that Christmas trees are pagan and should not be had. But the there are different translations that indicate that it's not actually a tree, that it is a carved idol hmm. of a specific deity. Uh, and also that is from way before Jesus was born. So that's like oh, yeah. not talking about Christmas trees at all. It's talking about another like different thing going on. Uh, and it's unclear whether or not it's actually a tree or if it's just like some wood stuff that they're bringing in and decorating. Yeah, so I thought I that was hear, interesting. I do hear the Bible is very different if you get to read it in the original Greek. Yes, yes. So there was some uh, debate about whether or not it's actually a tree, but also it's clearly not a Christmas tree because it's pre-Christmas existing. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much an Old Testament passage. Um, so yeah, I, th- I thought that that was interesting. Uh, it is actually a widely held origin story of the Christmas tree that Martin Luther invented the Christmas tree. Interesting. Yes. Uh, and it's unclear whether or not he actually invented it, but that is kind of like colloquial thought on it. Uh, he certainly contributed to popularizing it because he was walking home one night and saw stars twinkling through the lights of, or stars twinkling through the branches of evergreen trees. And he was like, that's beautiful. I'm going to put some candles on a tree. <laughs> So that's interesting, but the uh, Puritans actually had Christmas trees banned in the 1600s. It was illegal to have a Christmas tree. People could be fined for hanging Christmas decorations involving evergreens of any kind. Is this in the American colonies? It's in Massachusetts. Yes, I suppose if by 1600s they were kicked out of Europe for being too much of like insufferable a-holes yeah and uh so and that is why we are like the christmas tree has pagan origins which it definitely does with the evergreen stuff going on but like the actual that like tree shape with lights on it is not specifically a pagan thing which i think in my mind i had thought that the pagans had lit trees Mm -hmm. for like all time but that's definitely not the case no, they just more had like evergreen garlands and yule logs. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, it it wasn't popularized in America until like the 19th century because so many Irish people and German immigrants came and kind of like washed out the puritanical thoughts on the Christmas tree. <laughs> and I don't think I said this, but the Christmas tree is German in origin Mm -hmm. like the christian christmas tree with lights on it martin luther was german so that lines up interesting what a delightful history lesson yeah isn't that fascinating i also thought that this was amusing so we hear about the war on christmas in our modern day times and i i think that the puritans maybe started the war on christmas (laughs) (laughs) with their laws against christmas trees (laughs) Oh, man. I just remember seeing on some sort of, like, right-wing, it's a picture of some, like, right-wing thing sometime within the Trump administration, and they just wanted to say, like, the reason for the season, and they put a cross right in front of it, but the cross made it look like a T, and so it looked like it said treason for the season. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I was like, that's fitting. Very fitting. Good 
so good, good work <laughs> oh man uh, I, yes that's great <laughs> just the whole hypocrisy of it cracks me up like all these conservative people like the war on christmas it's like they should be just as mad about the commercialization of christian and the taking away of its like spiritual nature but no they're for like capitalism and santa uh, yes <laughs> so yeah that's that's my christmas tree history the only other thing i didn't touch on is that queen victoria is really why part of the reason why they're so popular uh today because uh her husband's uh, Prince Albert was from Germany, so it was in his family traditions to have a Christmas tree, and there was an illustration, I forget the year of it, but there was an illustration of their family around a Christmas tree that he had set up for their family, and that was published, and it, of course, made the Christmas tree very popular in England, because everything Queen Victoria does is the bomb, and we must all do it. Indeed. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Cool. Can I ramble about my shameless self-promotion I've got this week? Yes, you may. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to be having a shop update this weekend. I've been dying up an absolute storm for it. It's going to be a big old supernatural update because, uh, as you all know, because I won't shut up about it, the show just ended. Uh, So I wanted to bring back the colorways for one last time, and I'm going to have some self, a lot of self-striping. So this is my color for Felicia Day's character, Charlie Bradbury, who's like, delightfully nerdy it's some neutrals and some like pops of bright pinks and blues and purples and i'm gonna I have really like that hot pink in there yes and uh, i don't know if anybody follows telly beans but yours truly may or may not be featured in her upcoming book and this is the colorway that may or may not be in there nice so there's that and i'm gonna have this one on both my matte socks base and my bfl base then i'm also going to have Team free will sets, which are going to be three skeins of self striping at somewhat of a discount. My colorways for Sam and Dean and Cass. Nice. Because they're team free will. So there'll be three skeins of self striping at a slight discount um, all together. And that'll be on my matte socks base as well. And I'll also have all the coordinating colors that go with them. Oh, actually, I just have. There are some cord. I pulled out, as I do sometimes, some of the stripe colors in the self-stripings will be found on regular yarn as well. So I will be having fan fiction green, which is green, and dirty blonde, and I lost my shoe, which is actually kind of a fun combo. I like but it. All my, all my supernatural colors are kind of grungy, as, as you do. Mm-hmm. And then um, I kind of wanted to, like, come back to the – themes of the show that were good when it was good and one of the themes that I liked in the show was the found family thing which was really really nice I wish I would have like tied into that a little stronger in the finale but what can you do and they had the really famous line is that family don't end with blood just you know the family is that which we create around us so I made a colorway called that and it is kind of a gray base with like some tealy blue greens and pops of kind of like yellowy greens Fun fact, that was like neon, when you speckle neon orange over grays and blue greens, it kind of turns into like a yellowy green. It's kind of interesting. It's very uh, like lake water-y. Yeah, it kind of is. Mm -hmm. Like a nice variegated, ultra grungy speckled color. 
like I like to do. So I'll have a whole bunch of this on my mat sock. So yeah, I will be having all of these colorways in my shop on Sunday, December 13th at 9 a.m. Pacific. Nice. They're beautiful. Yeah. So if you want some supernatural yarn, head on over to my Etsy. That is uh, Valkyrie Fibers Tahoe on Etsy. And I'm also Valkyrie underscore fibers on Instagram. Awesomeness. So many supernatural yarns. So many supernatural yarns. This is the last time. Last time I'm doing the self-stripings. Being discontinued after this. Retired. Right. Indeed. Sounds nice. Cool. I'm murdering them. (laughs) (laughs) Violently. I like that too. (laughs) Just like cue the psycho music. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about it for us though. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Well, did you want to say where we find you on the internet? I can. You can find me on Instagram as Kitty with a Cupcake. You can find me on Ravelry as Kitty with a Cupcake. And you can find us together at Fiber Coven everywhere on the Instagrams. Yes. Well, on the internets. Mm-hmm. And you can find everywhere. us on Patreon as Fiber Coven, where you can get special bonus content, free patterns. You can get watch videos of us. There's all sorts of stuff on there. We have a fun Discord community. It's great. Come and join the coven. Yes. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you later. And until next week, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye.